This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Joe Biden held a press conference and claimed that if Trump doesn't concede the election, Americans will die. He promised to make Americans who never attended college pay trillions in student loan debt for the people who did. And he said he's working with Congress to pass the so-called HEROES Act that would mandate the Democrats' vote harvesting schemes. With these stories and more from an American nationalist perspective, I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now. Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Right Now. This conversation never ends. You can follow me on Parler and Rumble at Right Now, Jim Dawes. I'm also still on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube for now. You can shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com or you can call or text the vent line and raise hell at 772-245-0750. So I'm making my move over to Parler uh, and, and Rumble. I'm still on Twitter and uh, in Facebook and YouTube for now at least. I've, I've gotten kind of um, dependent on Twitter and uh, for, for doing show prep, I, that's where I go to find clips from uh, the left side of the political divide, uh, you know, so that I can mock and, uh, and analyze the, uh, the leftists and their ridiculous statements. You won't find a lot of that on Parler. They're definitely not going over there. You don't see hardly any of the Democrats or the left over there. You also don't see any of this... Uh, this mass uh, Klansman Nazi stuff that they keep uh, claiming that is taking place over there. They, they destroyed pretty much Gab with those uh, slanders, and they were successful in having Gab, uh, Gab demonetized and deplatformed and hidden. They smeared it. Um, I, I also post on Gab uh, on occasion. I used to do it all the time, but uh, quite honestly, uh, the Gab platform has gotten dysfunctional in many respects. I don't know if that's because of the uh, constant attacks uh, on that platform. And, um, you know, I wish them the best. But for now, I'm focusing my attention on uh, on moving over to Parlor. I'm at right now Jim Dawes. I hope you'll uh, come over there and join me as well. Uh, for the people who decide to stay on Twitter and and not go to Parler, I will be posting there as well because uh, it's done automatically. But you'll probably see me uh, comment, commenting uh, through tweets less and less on Twitter as I continue this move. I don't understand why some enterprising uh, techie hasn't come up with a web-based API that would allow you to post to both platforms at the same time that would make this transition more seamless. But um, uh, that hasn't happened now. There was one 
in the early days of Gab, and somehow Twitter uh, blocked it and uh, kept it from being successful. But there ought to be some sort of universal API where you could choose uh, all of the platforms you want to post uh, posted to, and uh, it would put it up there. Um, there, there are uh, programs like Buffer that will do it to the to the big tech platforms: Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I think uh, uh, Tinder, not Tinder, uh, <laughs> uh, Pinterest. For some reason. But, uh, man, I have been really happy with what goes on over there at Parlor. And just uh, the, the week that I've uh, been over there, I've gotten a, a lot of uh, new followers and a lot of new engagement. And I, I mentioned to you last week that almost overnight after the election, the listens uh, that were able to find my show dropped by half. Well, uh, that is more than recovered now. And, and Parlor is just within a week after spending – a couple of three years on Twitter and Facebook over there at parlor. I've already, uh, increased my, um, my listenership to this show by more than, uh, than was, uh, was the case on Twitter and Facebook. So Joe Biden held a press conference yesterday. It was a love fest. Oh my God. He took about a dozen questions from the assembled media who was just falling all over him, asking open-ended questions. Uh, don't you think Donald Trump is a Nazi? And don't you think Donald Trump ought to concede this election? And don't you think that uh, Donald Trump has screwed up everything in the four years? And, of course, you know, Biden uh, dutifully nodded his head, yes. At one point, a, uh, a reporter set him up with a question that, uh, you know, Donald Trump hasn't conceded this election and uh, started funding your... <laughs> Orwellian office of the president-elect yet, and what do you think the consequence of that will be? We all agreed that we want to get the economy back on track. We need our workers to be back on the job by getting the virus under control. We're going in a very dark winter. Things are going to get much tougher before they get easier. And that requires sparing no effort to fight COVID so that we can open our businesses safely, resume our lives, and put this pandemic behind us. It's going to be difficult, but it can be done. When we build back better, we'll do so with higher wages, including a $15 minimum wage nationwide, better benefits, stronger collective bargaining rights that you can raise a family on. That's how we build back the middle class better than ever. That's how we make sure workers are treated with the dignity and respect they deserve. More people may die if we don't coordinate. Look. As my chief of staff, Ron Klain, would say. If Donald Trump doesn't throw in the towel and allow me to become president, people will die. And he talks about he's going to build back better. This is a a, uh, a slogan that is being used throughout the halls of globalist leadership in Canada and Europe. You can go online, and uh, this is the mantra that has been taken up by the people that are pushing the Great Reset build back better and this build build back better apparently at least in the biden administration involves raising taxes during uh you know this economic crisis that china has foisted on us and demanding that uh entry-level workers get 15 dollars an hour and he says that that's how he's going to build back better he's going to 
mandate all of this from Washington. It has never worked in the history of economies. It's not going to work under Joe Biden, and it's going to end up in an economic catastrophe. Donald Trump showed you how you go about building a stronger, better economy that uh, uh, with increased wages and benefits. You do that by increasing the number of jobs through protecting our markets from predatory practices from third world countries like China. And by limiting the flood of illegal aliens that run in here, that tightens the job market up and people are uh, better able to demand higher wages and benefits from their employers because if they don't, they'll go somewhere else. It's called the free market. The free market is something that the Democrats never have subscribed to. And uh, d- despite the lesson that was given to them during the last four years, they're not, uh, they're not letting go of their dreams of a socialist utopia. At one point during Biden's speech, he, uh, he pointed out that, uh, yeah, we're going to need to, you know, cancel Thanksgiving. And uh, even, even my family, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to exclude from the table. Well, here's what I do. Let, let me tell you what the health experts have said to me. Um, and it's not because I'm unique and president-elect. It's because of my family. They strongly urge that if, in fact, uh, we're going to have Thanksgiving with anyone, that we limit it to a maximum, maximum. They, they suggest five people, maximum 10 people, socially distanced wearing masks, and people who have quarantined. So Jill and I spent this morning, like many of you, trying to figure out what are we going to do for Thanksgiving? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Hunter Biden's uh, love child from that stripper is not going to be invited. He doesn't even uh, acknowledge that grandchild when he names off his number. So Joe Biden is, uh, who are we going to, who, what family members are we going to exclude? Because the COVID tests, the cases have spiked. We have cases here. These COVID tests are bullshit. Elon Musk took four in rapid succession. Two came back positive. Two came back negative. I've got a little bit of experience, personal experience with that as well. My daughter um, was around someone that had a positive test. And so she went and got one positive test on the road in Oxford, Alabama, oddly enough because she also took one in Oxford, Mississippi later on. The first one that she took in Oxford, Alabama, came back positive. She was on the road uh, from Atlanta back to college at the University of Mississippi. And then when she got there, her employer uh, had already scheduled her for one of these rapid tests. And lo and behold, that one came out negative. Two tests, one day apart, one positive, one negative. And the, uh, the history of these tests is well documented that they're completely unreliable and hypersensitive. People walk around with viruses all the time. You know, if you don't show flu symptoms, nobody ever said you had the flu. But all of a sudden, if you, uh, if you were exposed to this virus, despite the fact of being asymptomatic, you're a, you're a, te- you're a case. And you have to cancel Thanksgiving. And according to Fauci over at CNN... Agreeing with Jake Tapper, we're probably going to have to cancel Christmas too. 
they have weaponized this virus in order to uh, to get Donald Trump out of there because he was a threat to their new world order. Build back better. That's the uh, that's the big um, slogan that Joe Biden is is spouting. That uh, Justin Trudeau is spouting. That Boris Johnson and the Prime Minister, um, uh, what's her her name, uh, Imran Khan. Uh, it, it, uh, it it's it's a um, it's a mantra that they're going to be spouting uh to enact the great reset that uh that justin trudeau told us about that will involve a huge transfer of wealth from the western nations to uh to the third world they're going to make everybody equal this uh build back better is all about equity and equality they're going to make everybody equally poor except for of course the ruling elite High on Biden's agenda is he's going to cancel student loan debt. So he's going to take, um, he's going to take people who work for a living and couldn't afford to go to college or chose not to go to college and chose not to rack up huge amounts of student debt. He's going to make those people pay for the, uh, student debt, student loan debt that was run up by these, uh, these hipsters and their, their liberal arts degree. We'll talk more about that when we come back. First, I got a message that you ought to listen closely to. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-854-3183-800-854-3183-800-854-3183. That's 800-854-3183. Rebel rousers, instigators, troublemakers, freaks, free outcasts, agitators, fanatics, scallywags, mutants, scamps, firebrands, rogues, scoundrels, mojo sexuals, mojo five zero. So Joe Biden yesterday was uh, was quizzed by the uh, the assembled uh, press. Oddly enough, none of the press were wearing their COVID masks. You know when they appeared in the White House news briefing. They were all wearing masks, but yesterday at at Joe Biden's press conference, they dropped the mask, <laughs> literally and figuratively, and uh, and threw uh, a bunch of softballs across Joe Biden's plate. One was concerning this student loan forgiveness that he's promising to enact without Congress. He's going to do it with a stroke of a pen. He's going to make uh, the people who didn't attend college either by choice or uh, financially unable to do so or uh, smart enough not to take on a bunch of student loan debt, he's going to make us, I say us, I, I, uh, I attended a little college. I never borrowed a bunch of money. I did send my 
my daughters to college, uh, but we saved that money. There is a, a, a little bit in student loan debt there, but it's not, uh, it's not much. And I'm more than happy to pay it off and not burden my fellow Americans uh, with that expense. But the very notion that uh, you're going to, this is, this is what they call moral hazard. They're using uh, taxpayers to buy votes from the hipster crowd who went to these colleges and got, in, in many cases, worthless degrees in the humanities and things that they that gave them no prospects of ever being able to pay these loans back. Here is Joe Biden from yesterday's news conference. On the economy, uh, the vice president-elect talked about having an economy uh, that works for working people. No face mask. One thing I didn't hear you talk specifically about is canceling student loan debt. Does student loan forgiveness figure in your plan? Would you take executive action to achieve it? It does figure in my plan. I've laid out in detail. For example, the, uh, uh, the legislation passed by the Democratic House calls for immediate $10,000 forgiveness of student loans. It's holding people up. They're in real trouble. They're having to make choices between paying their student loan and paying the rent, those kinds of decisions. It should well, be- don't worry about that. Just let AOC cancel the rent. The squad's all, all about that. Rent forgiveness, not mortgage forgiveness for the landlord, but rent forgiveness for the, uh, for the people that have been sitting at home on their couch collecting $600 a week checks from the government be done immediately. In addition to that, if you know, I think that everything from community college straight through to doubling Pell grants to making sure that we have access free education, doubling Pell grants, you know, the, the, you can track the, the huge increase in the cost of college with the implementation of the Pell Grants, as soon as the federal government gets involved in subsidizing something, almost immediately, the cost of that shoots through the roof. It happened first in our health care system. Then it happened in uh, tuition. And if they get involved in housing, it'll, hap- it'll have the same effect there. As a matter of fact, it already has in those, uh, those cities that have rent controls. So the Democrats are, uh, you know, focusing today on convincing Americans that we have a moral obligation to pay off the, the loans for college graduates who incurred massive amounts of student loan debt that can never be forgiven. It was given without uh, qualification and it can never be forgiven. This new plan is for Biden on an executive order to immediately cancel up to $50,000 of debt per person and will force welders and plumbers and tradesmen and waitresses and nurses and firefighters and police officers that they hate so badly. It'll force us to pay off these, these crippling debts. It was Elizabeth Warren's demand and Bernie Sanders demand. If you say, well, I don't want to pay off other people's loans when I didn't have to take them myself. Well, then you're a racist because Ilhan Omar has said, this is all about racial justice. So these people that spent hundreds of thousands of dollars going to Ivy league schools to get degrees and gender studies and wokeness now want the deplorables that they hate so badly to pay off their student loan debt. 
Biden also said that he would, uh, he is already working with Congress in order to pass this Heroes Act. What happened to, we only have one president at a time, the office of the president-elect, my butt. There has never been any such thing as the office of the president-elect. First of all, he's not the president-elect until uh, the Electoral College names him so. But it's, uh, it's part of the Orwellian disinformation campaign that he's standing in front of a screen there that says the office of the president-elect as he is quizzed by reporters who suddenly feel no need to wear a mask. And here is another one of these softball questions. We have a problem with long-term unemployment that's growing fast right now. What would you do right away specifically to address jobs that may not return for months, may not return ever, including in communities of color? What I would do... (laughs) Well, you got to do it in communities of color. I mean, doesn't that go without saying if you do it for everybody? What I would do, I would pass the HEROES Act. It has all the money and capacity to take care of each of those things. Now. Now. Not tomorrow. Now. And the idea the president is still playing golf and not doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The president is playing golf. He played golf uh, on one day, and when he did duck out to the golf course, the media uh, rushed to announce that Joe Biden was the president so they could they could contrast Donald Trump taking a, a day off as they made their uh, their bogus announcement. So they want us to run up another couple of trillion dollars in national debt. But, you know, the Republicans haven't even resisted that so much as they have resisted bailing out these Democrat cities and states that have run up huge unfunded liabilities and uh, uh, resisting uh, codifying the Democrats' vote harvesting schemes. Nancy Pelosi's so-called Heroes Act that she's so proud of would make the, the big steal that happened in this election permanent. They would make it legal for, or they would make it required, I should say, that states mail ballots to everybody on their voter registration, and then they would make it legal for Democrat activists to spread out and, uh, and go collect all of those bogus ballots from people who've moved or died going into nursing homes and, uh, granny harvesting where they, they, um, help, um, you know, people with dementia fill out their ballot and then gather them up and return them. I, it probably won't be long before they'll uh, be collecting Joe Biden's ballot. I'm amazed at what is going on here. The CIA and the FBI that were so concerned with uh, Donald Trump colluding with Russia, something that was entirely fabricated by the Clinton campaign, now seems to show no interest at all in the Biden family's bribery by China. China invested $1.5 billion with a startup venture capital firm ran by Hunter Biden. And that investment to this day is throwing off about $30 million a year to the Biden family. We know from the laptop that Joe Biden gets half of that. 
So they spied on the Trump campaign based on opposition research, and now they refuse to do anything about probably the biggest scandal in elect, uh, um, presidential history. Where Hunter Biden's own laptop shows that uh, they're in on a um, a bribery scheme. Joe Biden is getting half of the the graft that Hunter Biden is collecting. We got to run out for uh, to a break. When we come back, we're gonna take a listen to Ronald Reagan's time of choosing and the amazing parallels to what's going on today. We'll take a look at Barack Obama's new 800-page autobiography right after these messages on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5.0 Radio Network. Stick with us. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is, what's the word, delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. A daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. Well, as we went out on that last half hour, I, I'm just stunned that our so-called intel agencies that went after Donald Trump with such fervor based on a uh, opposition research document cooked up by Hillary Clinton, they're now ignoring the fact that the Biden family is receiving tens of millions of dollars from the Communist Party-owned Bank of China. They seem to show no interest in it. And it makes you wonder or worry that if the intel agencies are in on this globalist takeover of America's government that we really are in for it. Glenn Greenwald, who has written a lot about intel agencies, uh, has noticed a disturbing trend. 
go turn on any of those other cable networks or pick up the op-ed page of any of the biggest newspapers and all you'll see are ex-members of the CIA, the DOJ, the FBI, the NSA telling Americans what they ought to believe. They've infiltrated the means of communication domestically. They do it through leaks. They do it through clandestine operations and through lies. They propagandize the American people in a way that is incredibly dangerous no matter what your ideology is. You know, that used to be the number one concern of the left. We don't want the intel agencies uh, interfering in domestic affairs, especially not domestic uh, elections. But that's all by the board now, you see, because they have taken over these intelligence agencies to the point where you've got former spooks, director of the CIA as a talking head, on one of these left-wing cable networks, MSNBC, John Brennan is paid to come on there and spread his disinformation. And James Clapper is paid uh, by CNN to do the same thing. And uh, Greenwald mentions their propaganda. That is, that is one of the things that the intelligence agencies specialize in. And uh, Joe Biden has brought aboard a guy that he is a declaring part of his transition team's um, future U.S. Uh, future director for the U.S. Agency for Global Media. This guy's name is Richard Stingle, and he says that propaganda is good even when you use it to against your own people. So uh, I'll, you'll be the last question, but I just want to weigh in on that for one second. So there's another word for master narratives. It's called history. Basically, every country creates their own narrative story. And, and, you know, my old job at the State Department was what people used to joke as the chief propagandist job. We haven't talked about propaganda. Propaganda, I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it, and they have to do it to their own population. And I don't necessarily think it's that awful. And this idea of a, of a, of a uh, cart- news cartel, I mean, I... I, I was editor of Time in 2012 uh, during that election. And I remember, you know, you're competing against cartels and everybody. I remember being on a panel with the then editor of the New York Times who said, it's really hard to break through these days. This is the editor of the New York Times saying it's hard to break through. I almost, I wanted to jump off the platform. Like, what's it like for the rest of everybody? So, I mean, there, there's no, I mean, there are cartels, but cartels don't have hegemony like they used to. So this guy, Richard Stingle, he has, he calls himself a chief propagandist when he was at the state department. He's now on Joe Biden's transition team for us agency for global media. And he admits right there in that, that bite that he supports using propaganda against its own population. He wants to rethink the First Amendment. I mean, this is uh, this is chilling stuff. It's past Orwellian now. It's uh, Orwell would never have believed the times we're living in today. So they're uh, they're busy redeploying the the China virus in order to uh, to pry Joe Biden into the White House and get him inaugurated on January twentieth. They're, uh, they're saying that Donald Trump has been an utter failure. Uh, Biden is demanding that Trump coordinate with his 
bogus office of the president-elect on a COVID response. This, after Biden accused the president for, of doing nothing, nothing he said during the campaign to battle the COVID outbreak when we've seen that it's been wildly effective. They keep saying that the U.S. has more uh, COVID deaths than any other industrialized nation. It's a massive lie. If you look at what's going on over in Europe, they're having the same kind of outbreak, but they're probably deploying it for the same ends as well. But I tell you what, if you want to, if you want to have a big uh, number of so-called COVID deaths, you shut hospitals down. You refuse to allow them to engage in any sort of electric surgeries or treatments like that. And then at the same time, you incentivize them to, by paying them $38,000 or $39,000 for each COVID death that they claim. And you will have COVID deaths coming out of your ears. Sherrod Brown of Ohio, Senator of Ohio, was on the floor of, represent, uh, the, floor of the Senate yesterday. And... Uh, despite the fact that, you know, nobody was wearing a mask at a Biden news conference, decided he was going to shame the Republican uh, speaker or uh, uh, leader pro tem. Without objection. President. Senator from Ohio. I'd start by asking the presiding officer to please wear a mask as he speaks and people below him are, I can't tell you what to do, but... I know that the behavior. I don't wear a mask when I'm speaking, like most senators. Well, I most senators. So I'll, I'll on, but I don't need your instruction from. I anybody. know you don't need my instruction, but I, there clearly isn't much interest in this body in public health. We have a president who hasn't shown up at the coronavirus task force. So the president's not doing a good job, despite the fact that he he uh, incentivized the private sector to produce this vaccine in record time. You know, there's really nothing that Donald Trump could do to ever satisfy these lunatics. He, uh, he gave a press conference announcing uh, this vaccine and saying that, uh, you know, he, he's ready to distribute it in December, but he's going to have to have uh, New York cooperate and, and uh, Andrew Cuomo cooperate so that he can distribute it in New York. I'll just play a, a, a soundbite of what that sounded like. Again, this process is starting right away. Millions of doses will soon be going out the door. They're already waiting for that final approval. As soon as April, the vaccine will be available to the entire general population, with the exception of places like New York State, where, for political reasons, the governor uh, decided to say, and, you know, I don't think it's good politically. I think it's very bad from a health standpoint. But uh, he wants to take his time on the vaccine. He doesn't trust where the vaccine's coming from. These are so the media uh, spun that as the president was threatening to withhold the vaccine from New York because he pointed out that Como has said that he will not distribute the vaccine in New York until his people sign off on it. Andrew Cuomo, uh, playing into that false narrative that the media created, rushed over to CNN and said the president is playing politics with the vaccine. 
vaccine companies, the pharmaceutical companies. Pfizer is a great New York company. Regeneron is a great New York company. Uh, but an overwhelming percentage of Americans are worried about political interference in the vaccination process, in the approval process by the president. wonder why that could be. Uh, the American people trust the drug company more than they trust the president. Kaiser polls said 60 percent of Americans are worried that uh, the approval was political. Pew. <laughs> why, why would they suspect that the uh, vaccine would be politicized? Maybe, maybe it had something to do with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris saying that they don't trust any vaccine that comes from Donald Trump. Maybe it had something to do with Andrew Cuomo saying that he doesn't Trump, uh, trust a Trump vaccine and that he's going to make sure that his own people validate the work of Pfizer and Moderna and the other uh, companies that developed this vaccine. I think it was on that same broadcast. No, this was a, a speech that Andrew Cuomo was giving uh, in New York. The key is to be strong and secure enough to admit your mistakes and admit your shortcomings. Don't get defensive. Denying the mistake only assures repeating the mistake. He's talking about COVID there. He wants you to admit your mistakes and don't be defensive. This is the guy that was sending infected patients into nursing homes in New York. He has the, uh, the second highest number. Uh, he's got actually got the highest number per capita, uh, deaths. And he engineered that and he did it right along with the uh, governors of New Jersey, Connecticut, Michigan, and Massachusetts. But he wants you to admit your mistakes and stop being defensive. These people are lunatics. They're absolute lunatics and they're being led by the, the chief lunatic of all. And that of course is Barack Obama, who has penned his third autobiography. And this one comes in at 800 pages, <laughs> not too much shorter than the, the new Testament. And I guess that's fitting because, uh, he is a deity in the Democrat party. He went on 60 minutes to to hump this book and, uh, spent very little time actually, uh, selling the book. I'm sure it will sell a lot. I doubt very seriously. It'll get read by very many people. He's almost as boring a writer and, and every bit as dishonest as he is a speaker, but he took the opportunity of his appearance on 60 minutes to claim that Donald Trump is uh, an authoritarian dictator. There has been uh, this sense over the last several years that literally anything goes and is justified. Literally anything goes. Well, maybe uh, going after the opposing party's presidential campaign. Is that what you're talking about? Are you talking about uh, using the House of Representatives on a strict party line vote to impeach a president for daring to ask about the corruption of the Democrats presidential candidate? Are you talking about uh, smearing a Supreme Court nominee, accusing him 
of attempted rape when he was in high school to try to block his nomination? Are you talking about like in the Obama administration when they were wiretapping and surveilling members of the media that that refused to toe the party line? There has been uh, this sense over the last several years that literally anything goes and is justified in order to get power. Uh, and uh, you know, that's not unique to the United States. There are strong men and dictators around the world. who. Th- so right there, he's saying that Donald Trump is a strong man and a dictator, a guy who who didn't even use his own authority to, uh, to prosecute the people that spied on his campaign that complied with every bogus ruling out of the ninth circuit court of appeals. that was designed to obstruct his lawful authority to secure our border. (laughs) Whatever they accuse you of doing, that's what they're doing. Uh, Yeah. That's not unique to the United States. There are strong men and dictators around the world who think that I can do anything to stay in power. Uh, I can kill people. I can throw them in jail. I can run phony elections. I can suppress journalists. Everything he just detailed there is exactly what he did. He subverted elections. He threw people in jail. And yes, he killed people. He didn't kill Qasim Soleimani. He didn't kill Baghdadi. But he authorized drone strikes against uh, against people that were enemies of his administration. He just didn't get to any of the people that were directing the terrorism across the Middle East. Remember when he told us that it would be a generational struggle to try to defeat the ISIS caliphate in Syria. And if Joe Biden has his way, he's going to have us right back there bleeding in the sands of Syria. That's not unique to the United States. There are strong men and dictators around the world who think that I can do anything to stay in power. Uh, I can kill people. I can throw them in jail. I can run phony elections. He did all of that. I can suppress journalists. He did all of that. Um, but that's not who we're supposed to be. That's not who we are. That's one of their favorite things. That's not who we are. Well, actually, it is who the Democrat Party have become. Man. So we're going to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to hear from Ronald Reagan in his famous A Time for Choosing speech. And I'll just ask you if you don't recognize the parallels to what's going on today. Millions of people today have no dental insurance. If you're without insurance, do you have a plan to care for your teeth without spending a fortune? Introducing DentalPlans.com. 
How would you like to save 10 to 60% off your next dental visit for as little as $7 a month? We offer trusted dental savings plans from companies like Cigna and Aetna with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Be a part of the 1 million-plus happy smiles served since 1999 that save money when they visit the dentist. You can save on cleanings, dentures, braces, x-rays, fillings, crowns, root canals, and even teeth whitening. Call 800-296-1247 now to start saving immediately. Mention promo code RADIO to receive 15% off any plan and for a limited time, one month free. Call 800-296-1247. That's 800-296-1247. Fees billed annually plus a $20 processing fee. Savings plans are not insurance. Savings will vary by provider, plan, and zip code. Consult with plan detail page for additional plan terms. Not all plans and offers available in all markets. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. This is the issue of this election. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's old old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. And regardless of their sincerity, their humanitarian motives, those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. In this boat harvesting time, they use... What did he say? In this boat harvesting time, that sounds kind of familiar. Actually, all of the themes that he expressed in this speech are playing out right now before our eyes. In this boat harvesting time, they use terms like the great society. Or, as we were told a few days ago by the president, we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. But they've been a little more explicit in the past. And among themselves, and all of the things I now will quote have appeared in print, These are not Republican accusations. For example, they have voices that say the Cold War will end through our acceptance of a not undemocratic socialism. Another voice says the profit motive has become outmoded. It must be replaced by the incentives of the welfare state. All of those things are things that are being said now by the Democrat Party. We have to accept socialism. We have to um, do away with the profit motive. We've got to accept uh, the guiding hand of the government in our economy instead of trusting the free market. Or our traditional system of individual freedom is incapable of solving the complex problems of the 20th century. Senator Fulbright has said at Stanford University that the Constitution is outmoded. He referred to the president as our moral teacher and our leader. Remember how the Democrats are undermining the Constitution. They say that the electoral college is unfair and we have to do away with it. We don't want to have to actually go through the process of amending the constitution to change the electoral college or the right to keep and bear arms. We just want to circumvent it because it's in the way. And if the Supreme court upholds the constitution, then we'll change the Supreme court too. 
And he says he is hobbled in his task by the restrictions of power imposed on him by this antiquated document. He must be freed so that he can do for us what he knows is best. And Senator Clark of Pennsylvania, another articulate spokesman, defines liberalism as meeting the material needs of the masses through the full power of centralized government. Sounds a lot like what Joe Biden was speaking about at yesterday's news conference. We've got to take care of the people. We've got to provide for them. And if they run themselves into ruinous debt, then it's our job to bail them out. We are uh, on a precipice in this country of losing our freedom and turning it over to, you know, we're, we're turning it over to the politicians in Washington, but that, that's not really who's calling the shots. The people that are calling the shots are these multi-billionaires that are in charge of these multinational globalist corporations that think they know best. They don't want to compete in the marketplace. They want to control the marketplace and they want to create the great reset in which they say that they're going to, to cure poverty. They're going to, they're going to, uh, overturn the free market that has pulled more people out of poverty than any other force or ideology in the history of the world. Man, listening to Ronald Reagan and uh, his time for choosing and other speeches, you just wish that Donald Trump had his gift for oratory and explaining things. Donald Trump, I believe, does understand the principles and themes that Reagan so articulated so beautifully. He's not as good at, uh, at explaining them. And I'm afraid if we, if we don't have another Ronald Reagan come along and soon that, uh, that the left is going to win. I was perusing the headlines on the, uh, New York times and Washington post and wall street journal today. And I couldn't help but notice all of the ink that they were spending slandering the boy scouts of America that they've basically thrown to the wolves of the plaintiff's attorneys. They're now been forced into bankruptcy. They were forced into accepting the cultural Marxism uh, and putting transgender and homosexual scoutmasters in charge of little boys going and sleeping out in the woods at night. What could possibly go wrong? And now they've been loaded up with so many um, sexual misconduct lawsuits that they're forced into bankruptcy. They've got I saw 80,000 claims against them. And I couldn't help but notice that they were much more interested in smearing the Boy Scouts of America than they were saying, uttering one negative word about Antifa or Black Lives Matter. We've come to that place where Antifa and Black Lives Matter can ride in the streets, assault people, commit arsons and lootings, be behind the murder of uh, police officers. We're not allowed to talk about that, they tell us, because you're taking it out of context. But they're perfectly willing to all pile on the Boy Scouts of America and destroy that organization that used to produce 
morally straight and upright young men for future leadership in this country? One of the places I go to to uh, to catch up on what really goes on in this country is a place called the Conservative Treehouse. They're online, call themselves the Last Refuge, and in many ways, ways they uh, they kind of are. They uh, they speak a real unvarnished truth about what's going on and and the powers that are arrayed against America. Well, they have uh, become a target of the deplatforming craze. They're, uh, they're hitting a little bit too close to home. So the people that host their website, WordPress also publishes a very popular, um, blog software have notified the conservative treehouse that they have until the middle of December to, uh, to get off their platform. Conservative treehouses, uh, has been on there for, I, th- I think almost a decade. So given this uh, short time frame, in order to make a transition is basically designed to destroy them. They know that that is going to be a huge task. There it is. And that's why I'm going over to parlor and, uh, and spending uh, more of my time and energy there. I, I worry, I know it's being funded by Dan Bongino and Ann Mercer and other deep-pocketed conservatives, but I worry that uh, if and when Parler really starts getting traction and a lot of people go over there, they'll do the same thing to Parler that they did to Gab, or barring the ability to do that, they'll just send somebody in to try to buy them out. They'll make them an offer they can't refuse. So the more we learn about this Dominion voting systems company, the stranger and stranger it gets. Um, They're a a U.S. company um, nominally based in Denver, Colorado. They were actually, their parent company is in Canada. And the software that they use is uh, put together by a company called Softmatic that is from Venezuela. And they ship our uh our vote tabulations to be conducted over in Spain. And one of the oddest stories to arrive out of this is, uh, on one of their directors named Eric Coomer. He's listed as, uh, in charge of their, uh, security. And it turns out he is a big Antifa advocate. Here is a fellow named, um, Joe Altman appearing with, uh, Michelle Malkin talking about this. Um, and uh, so I, I sat down and walked through all the information I could collect very quickly on my phone about Eric Coomer. I remembered that. And I went back through my notes and I was like, all right, this can't be, can't be the same guy. So I started going through everything. I mean, I, I went through every state that, that Dominion's in, all the things that came up on Eric Coomer. I went through uh, uh scraping data on stuff like uh, red- I'm going to run out of time for this clip but uh, he goes on to say that it turns out that Eric Coomer the guy that was in charge of security and a director for Dominion and also a major stockholder is a big advocate for Antifa and had participated in uh, in their organizing efforts in Colorado 
So you've got an Antifa adherent that is uh, key to the implementation of these Dominion voting systems. What could possibly go wrong there? Well, that takes us to the end of this edition of Right Now. I want to thank you for joining us, and I hope you'll come back here again tomorrow right here on the Mojo 5 Radio Network. We'll talk to you then. I've been working at Santa's Workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. When you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can get a powerful Internet experience and nationwide coverage on the most reliable network. Choose the data option that's right for you. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Based on root metrics by IHS Markets Root Score reports 2H 2020 of four mobile networks. I've been working at Santa's Workshop for a long time and thought I'd seen it all. That was until I learned that when you add Xfinity Mobile to Xfinity Internet, you can save hundreds on your wireless bill. Go online or call 1-800-XFINITY today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Internet required for mobile.